Hey y'all, we're back. It's your girls, Mia and Whitney. <laughs> Welcome we to are- Black Coffee. Oh, okay, girl, you take it. No, you take, take it away. <laughs> 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 okay, we're the Black Coffee and Tea yes, yes, podcast. Yes, absolutely. Bring Welcome to the latest tea to hit your cup. Yes. Okay, welcome back. It's Monday. Life is good. Goals are set. Ready to be tackled. I want to know, off the top, (laughs) you just attended a Drake concert. For those who don't know, Whitney loves Drake. Aubrey. Mixtape Drake. Underground Drake. So this this is a big deal. How was the concert? It was a great, 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 great show. It was probably one of the best concerts I've been to in years. Wow. It was, it was really good. Speaking of celebrity tea and juice and scoop, Brittany Renner, I think her name is. She is oh, a bundles. Bundles huh? of Brittany. Brittany. I know her by bundles of, of Brittany. Okay, we'll go with bundle of Brittany now. Um, <laughs> and it yeah anyway I used to follow her way back in the day like years ago because she just had a cute body and she was into fitness that was what attracted me to her page was like oh she was popular because wasn't she popular originally because she vowed and still vowed that her ass is real right probably so yeah that sounds about right yeah yeah. her ass is huge yeah it's i think that's i remember her because i was like her i was like it's no way her butt is real and my coworker, she kept she was like no it is and we went through like every single one of her pictures yeah i think i think her butt's real i mean i I mean it could be fake i don't know it could be real it could be could be real um the issue so what's going on right now is there was um (laughs) She has put out a book on like a tell-all situation with her and several celebrities that she left, you know, nameless. Um, But people gathered those details quite quickly uh, with the nicknames. So Colin Kaepernick was one, uh, Little Yachty, they believed to be another one. Um, Do you know any of the other celebrities that they, that they named? um yeah I mean she's a little superhead part two and I think she had 11 guys total mm-hmm. who'd you name Ben Simmons didn't name Ben Simmons I only oh, named little Yachty won. and Colin I, I don't think it was little Yachty it was little Uzi right little Uzi yes oh my gosh <laughs> little Uzi vert I cringed I was like why the fuck would you do little Uzi vert Oh my god. Anyway. He's rich as fuck. But oh um god. He the memorable one that flavor flame. <laughs> <laughs> I love Uzi's personality, but I don't think he's even he's probably just experimenting. <laughs> <laughs> he seems very well, much he's, he's got that fluid uh, sexually fluid. Yeah. Sexually so fluid. Very yeah. fluid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the one that stood out the most to me was my man, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Um, so he, he fucked with her, but you know, he's all about equality and shit. So he made her buy her own ticket out. He was like, if you really want to see me, you need to book the flight. You got to pay for it. Right. Okay. 
Right. And I think she did. She so did do it. She <laughs> paid for her flights. Uh, you know, I think there was, uh, from what I remember, she, there was an excerpt of her saying that, like, you know, he wasn't a gentleman. Like, he, you know, she was like, okay, well, you know, I'll see you later. I'll see you again. And he was like, maybe. He was like, you know, don't get too comfortable. He was like, we had a great time and all, but. So with all of this being said, and the most disturbing part, I think, of it all was she shares that she got a yeast infection uh, from having, you know, unprotected sex, which is very valid. I mean, you know, it could happen. But my thing is, and then she also goes on to state that, um, uh, you know, with these celebrities, they're so easily to, or athletes, I'm sorry, quote unquote, they don't like to use condoms and you could easily trap them. They're easily to be trapped. And while all that may be true, I guess I don't understand what benefit this gets you because I'm looking at you like, what? <laughs> I mean, what was your motive behind all of this? Now, if you were doing it just to have fun because you're a fun girl and it's like, you know what? Cool. That's one thing. But it sounds like your ulterior motive in all of this was to out people and to, uh, I mean, I don't know. From the page that I originally started following, she just seemed like she had her own, she built her own brand. She, you know, had her shit together. You know, maybe I read too deep into it, but she just seemed like she had a following, which wasn't about her smashing these celebrities now it feels like it's just shifted to a tell-all book on her experience and it's like why would you do that I mean I just don't I don't get that unless you want money or something like that but to me I'm like do you even need it I mean you're not even really dropping any solid names so you're not really that bold like superhead uh I mean, so, she, she dropped everyone's name, I think. No, she didn't. In the, uh, Who no, did she not drop? She didn't drop anybody's names. She used uh, nickname. Like, she used, in the excerpt that I saw on, I think, maybe The Shade Room, or it was one of those pages. They have solid names of who she said. She, I don't, I almost positive she did not drop the actual names she, in her book. Girl. She did? Yes, she did. Okay. That's why they are specifically naming Colin Kaepernick as a name that she dropped. Lil Uzi as a name that she dropped. She, oh, okay. even, she posted it on Lil Uzi's um, Instagram and basically was like, I had your kids for lunch or for breakfast this morning. Well, she, the only reason of a champion or some shit. The only reason why I said she didn't drop any names was because they posted a lot of names that they posted an excerpt from the book. And when I say they, it was like the shade room or something when this whole thing came out and she has these people titled as something else, leaving everyone else to be like, oh, that was Colin Kaepernick. Oh, that's Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, so that's why I said that. But if she if she dropped the names, okay. I thought she dropped the names from what I heard, what I saw in like the reviews. I didn't read the book. You didn't read the book. I just but- saw the page screenshot. That's all I'm, I read a page that was screenshot. Of oh, okay. Is what I'm saying. yeah. So regardless, either way, I think she just played her, I think she played her hand too soon is what I think. She just played her hand a little too soon. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. 
<laughs> because when you think about it, Superhead had a whole almost a fucking decade before she added these people. Britney is just now getting on. So it just to me, it's just like, girl, you seem to have more on Instagram. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, to each its own. I don't, you know, I just, when I heard that, when I read the little excerpt or whatever, I was like, it's whack. This ain't nothing. I mean, it's, again, it's some tea, but it was like, girl. It was stupid on her part. Cause like you said, like, I, I, didn't, stupid. I didn't know her like that. And my impression I got from her was, I thought she was like a businesswoman or a fitness guru. I didn't think she was like a, just a thought. That's what but I thought. Now that she exposed herself, I'm like, oh, okay. It makes sense you doing this, I guess, because that's who you are. But you had me fooled. So you probably could have really had a real career because I had no idea. Yeah. No, it's just Exactly. Here. That's my whole point behind this. When I first found her, it was like, oh, okay. She just, she was actually dating this white guy way back in the day and I mean, she was just like a regular, just, she just seemed like, you know, someone who built herself up and she now has this, uh, uh, she used to call them the renter army or something like that and army brats or whatever, but sad. I don't know. Anyway, moving on to the next topic. Did you catch the red table talk, the season premiere episode one with Jada Pinkett and Will? Um, majority of it. Yeah. So first of all, let me just say that I love the red table talks. I'm so I, I've been watching since last season, the first season. Mm-hmm. And I really vibe with Jada Pinkett for several reasons. You know, she's a mom. She's um, she's very much her own person. Like she doesn't allow media and things to sway her. Like you don't really see her out in the media. And I think the only time we really do see her out in the media is when she's tied to Will because of who he is. You know what I mean? But overall, she's very low key. They're very much a private family in the sense of uh, what that means. I don't really see them in any mess other than outside rumors. And I don't know. So I really was happy to know that the season was going to come back or the show was going to return. Um, just digging into a little bit of the interview, though. So what did you think about? the beginning of how they met how will said that he was he met jada and then he was in pursuit of jada but in pursuit of jada pinkett he ended up meeting sheree which is his first wife right they get married he has another inter- encounter with Jada Pinkett at Tisha Campbell Martin and Dwayne Martin's house or wherever. Him and Jada connect again. They establish, they, they said they had some sort of energy or something like that. Nothing happened. They put that out on the table that there was no affair or anything like that. Um, and then fast forward, Cherie files for a divorce on Valentine's Day. Will then reaches out to Jada and been history ever since what did you think about that i thought it was interesting (laughs) oh it was very interesting i thought it was very interesting there was a few things that stood out to me about that so for one um i would say it's it's a it's a real testament to like divine timing Mm -hmm. and what's meant for you will always be for you no matter what you know yeah so just the fact that he went to meet up with Jada with all intentions of getting with Jada 
but then end up marrying somebody else he met that night instead. It's like, yeah. you would think that would never happen with him and Jada, you know what I'm saying? But if the universe and God want, wants you to circle back on an opportunity, it'll come back around when it's meant to be. That's um, true. Which is just crazy. So I, I really, I was appreciative of that story and how open and honest they were with that because being single, you think about stuff like that all the time. Like, damn, did I just miss my last chance, my opportunity, or was that yeah. the person I was supposed to be with? And it's just yeah. like, you don't have to double guess stuff like that because when it's meant to be, it's going to be, you know what I'm it's saying? Like nothing's sure. going to stand in the way of that, you know? So sure. I thought that was dope, but I thought it was super juicy how he ended up actually getting with Jada. Mm. Okay. I know they said that, you know, there was no affair happening, but the story sounds kind of affairish. Like <laughs> it may not have been physical, but it was definitely an emotional type of affair because if this woman meeting Jada again for the second time, it, brought up all these feelings in Will where he literally said he went in the bathroom and broke down and cried while they were at dinner, him and his current wife, Cherie. He went down the bathroom and broke down and cried after he connected with Jada that second time because he realized he was supposed to be with Jada, you know, and he felt that connection while he was still married with Cherie. Now he does make it abundantly clear that he would never get divorced. He never had no intentions of getting divorced. He was going to stick it out no matter what. But I think, you know, a woman can always feel if a man's heart and mind and emotions is not with them anymore. Like, whether they admit to that or not, a woman's intuition, like, you just know when a man is out of it, when they're not fantasizing about you, thinking about you, like, you feel that shift. And I'm sure she felt it. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was definitely a connection, a spark made while he was still in a union with his wife. So whether it was like a physical affair or not it was some type of boundary crossed and actually that's why I say like emotional affairs are way more dangerous than physical like physical is one thing but if you emotionally are thinking about this person every night yeah I don't think anything I don't think nobody did anything wrong they they followed how they felt on the inside you know like and shit they've been together over 20 years after that so yeah but it's just what <laughs> I'm curious because we've seen in the first season, right? The evolution of Sheree and Jada's relationship. And basically, I, I didn't really watch the first season. I don't I, know what you, happened. You should go back and watch at least that episode. Cause it's just one episode. It's like 25 minutes, 20 minutes, same length. Um, but this is where they, have a conversation, a very open, raw dialogue about um, how their relationship evolved into what it is now, similar to like a Mashonda, Swiss, Alicia situation um, where they're able to blend, you know. Mm. And in that episode, Jada reveals that she, if she had to go back and do things differently, she would have really tried to understand the meaning of when something's over, it really isn't over. So even though Will had this strong indication and feeling that this is where he wanted to be, apparently <laughs> there was probably a lot of back and forth, you know, now that he's with her, 
he's doubling back over heat. So that that came out. That came out. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, she just was like, I wish I would have been a lot more empathetic to y'all's because people who share kids, people who have been married, you know, it's, she's like, I just, done doesn't mean like done. And she was like, I felt like, oh, they're divorced. That means I'm stepping in. I'm now doing this. I'm the head. I'm the wife. I'm this. I'm that. And she was like, I had to realize, no. I have a child. She was like, I mean, she was like, even, she was like, oh my God. She was like, think, I'm just thinking about if me and Will were to get divorced right now. Like, it wouldn't be done. You know what I mean? And Cherie, you know, she, you could tell she was very uh, appreciative of that response because, you know, she needed to hear that. You know, but anyway, off of that, you know, I'm curious to know about part two and, you know, how they overcame some issues. Cause as they uh, mentioned, it seemed really juicy too, that Jada was like having breaking out. I mean, she didn't say she was breaking out in hives, but child, she did not want to have a wedding. She barely wanted to get married um, mm-hmm. because of the severity and, you know, these rules that come with marriage, you know, which yeah. I agree. I mean, marriage is very limited to what you can do. It is a box. And if you go outside of that box, there's this, 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 like that's, that's what marriage is. And so when she said that she did not agree with how marriage is by society standards labeled, um, I thought that was interesting coming from a woman because oftentimes <laughs> women are the ones, oftentimes, I can't wait to marry my Prince Charming. Oh my God, it's going to be this, no. this, 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 this. The will to me seemed more like that than yeah. she And so... Again, I've seen her in other interviews um, where she's very open and uh, candid about, you know, just the sexual experience and being more free and, you know, allowing the, their partner to be free as long as it's uh, something where they can look themselves in the mirror and be okay with it. Like she's not, <clears throat> they are not about saying you can or you cannot do that. Like they're not that way. And so I wish that, you know, and maybe they'll reveal that again um, in part two while Will is there, because I, again, I've only heard Jada speak of this um, in whatever that means, right? So maybe they are in a box. I don't know. Um, but for whatever their relationship means for them is going to be interesting to see uh, or hear more about what that really means. Especially now, they don't, there's a clip of them saying they don't even call themselves married anymore. Yeah. So... I'm well, to know I mean, what about. you know, the rumors, open marriage, open relationship. So they may just disclose that on the next episode. They may or may not. I'm just, honey, I'm just waiting. I'm like eating my popcorn. Like, ooh, what? The tea, the tea, the tea. Literally eating your popcorn. I literally was eating my popcorn. <laughs> <for the podcast. laughs> but I, so. I heard them say, what did I hear him say? Oh, yeah, that they did not yell or use loud tones with one another for 20 years which I find unbelievable I mean Mm -hmm. that's amazing that's good I think everyone should be as communicative as that but it just sounds very unbelievable (laughs) I don't know to not I mean to but see here's the and I get again I'm always I always find myself in the middle where I can see both sides And on one side, if 
I'm a cusser and my partner is a cusser and we're learning how to communicate with each other to try not to um, have these uh, outbursts and disrespectful ways to communicate with one another, then I could see that being more of a challenge. But if my partner is a living example day to day of like how, what he wants to see out of me because he lives that himself, then I think it's probably just slightly easier to, um, not easy, but easier to, uh, mimic that. So for example, you have, you know, uh, uh, two people who smoke in the house and one person's trying to get off and the other one is still smoking. It's not going to work because, you know, you're constantly going to be like, dude, like, you know, I'm trying to get off smoking. Why? Like, you know what I mean? So I think that if one person is the demonstration and the other person is trying to get on that wave, then it's probably a little bit easier. Um, and why, you know, to kind of bring it back to, I mean, um, I get that that's idealistically sounds amazing, but that's not what he said. He said that they went from having a public argument with the 20 people in their house where she cussed him out and he hit her upside the head with the newspaper. She cussed him out. So that's what I said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I said. She cussed him out. And he said he it, they had an argument. Said, after we left that room, we never cursed. We never raised our voices ever again for 20 years. And I'm like, it sounds amazing. That sounds great. But I don't see how you go from literally showing your ass and hitting each other over the head of a newspapers in front of your friends to we never even raised our voices again in 20 years. Like, Okay, you you're summarizing a little bit there, buddy. Like I just don't believe it just went from zero to a hundred like that. You I know, I don't that, know. I think that he is mine. He's like, I'm gone. Like there is nothing to work out. Like this is what I this is what I expect. If you can't do this, I'm out. And she either had to get right or get left. And apparently they're telling us that she got right. And I'm sure that there was things that he had to do. Well, I don't know, I can't say that because I'm I I'm almost a hundred percent positive that there have been things that she's had to just suck up and take from him. Yeah. It seems from the, from the yeah. conversations, it seems like, you know, well, yeah. 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 I see why she wanted to get away from being wife and mom because it seemed as yeah. if he was very demanding in a way of what he expected from a wife yeah. and a marriage yeah. or whatever. And probably why she wanted to break out in hives thinking about marrying his ass. Yeah. I agree. Apple Music's trying to hold us back right now. So but. what do you think about the whole, did you hear about, and I'm not good with these legal terms, but uh, Trump's administration is trying to erase the whole transgender uh, identity, female, male. He's trying to make these transgenders, whatever you're born with, that's what you're going to be for the rest of your life. Yeah. So basically people are up in arms. Actually, I've seen more people for it, which is quite strange because I thought more people, when I say more people, I'm saying when I look in the comments, usually I see the, the um, mm -hmm. opposite of like something Trump is doing right in the first several. Um, but when I looked at the comments, a lot of people were like, oh, the one thing that I actually agree with, oh, this is great. I agree. I agree. Then you have, obviously, then I got to, oh my God, these transphobic people. Oh my God. It's, you know, but, um, people I don't know. Them. What do you think about that? People are like, oh my God, he's trying to erase a whole population yeah, of people. God, I think that regardless of how you feel on transgendered or 
gay issues, that's so minimal. The real issue here is that he is slowly but surely stripping away rights from people from different demographics. And if you support him stripping away these folks' rights, just be prepared for him to strip away your rights next. So it's easy to say, you know, per, oh, that goes against my personal beliefs. I don't care. Change it. But right. it's like you don't care until that's you that they're trying right. to take away your rights from. That's All right. True. So regardless of how you feel about it, personally, that's irrelevant. We, we live in America. We all can do and say and do whatever we want to our bodies. And we all pay the same taxes. So we all need to have the same rights. And it is what it is. If y'all want to take away transgender rights, then give them a tax break. <laughs> That's all I got to say about it. Agreed. I mean, I don't have any. <laughs> don't disagree. Um, I think in order to even tread the line on this is you being against it. Um, because I don't feel like you can be against it and for it and still kind of be in the middle. Um, you know, people are people at the end of the day. You know, no matter how they choose to identify themselves, um, they are human and human rights should be equal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree that it's just it's just getting scarier and scarier. Hence why it's even more important for you all to go out and vote in these midterm elections, um, because these are the types of decisions that really can be affected um, in a good or positive way, depending on who is in the house. And we need to um, not have as many conservatives, you know, it needs to be a balance. And in order to do that, we got to vote. So I'm going to see how that's going to play out with the Kardashian West household, because, you know, shit, they have a major transgendered in their family. Like, I don't know if they Who voted for Trump. <laughs> it, ironically, I want to see if Bruce is going to say something. I mean, I'm Caitlin. Anything I think she'll try to justify uh, Trump's her action. stance. <laughs> yeah, I think she'll try to justify her stance on it and figure out a loophole to be like, well, but I don't know. But it, oh, is, inter it is interesting because this is who you voted to be in the office amongst other people. Um, that exactly. this may affect. Lucky. I need to go buy me a lottery ticket so I can win this $2 billion. Girl, yeah. You ain't even go, girl, ain't nobody going to I need to get ticket. a ticket. I need to buy a ticket. I need to actually, real talk, go to one of these rural towns in Buckwheat, Tennessee. There's, oh, I don't think there's any That's exactly who's going to win. But I need to go in one of those towns and get some tickets because they always end up winning. It's never really, yeah. you know, a main... Uh, city, you know, it's always someone who's got no teeth, Billy Bob, <laughs> who, you know, it's like, what? I know. Honestly, I feel like, like, you know me, I've always been into lottery and but you I always have good luck. I always have pretty good luck. I feel like I win randomly or whatever. I've won some okay prizes. Um, and as much as I w would love to think that somebody actually is going to get this jackpot of a billion dollars, it's like, the conspiracy theorist inside of me kind of knows better. And I feel like it's kind of set up and rigged who's going to win in some way, shape or form. Like, I, I don't know. It's, I've always had that inkling when it comes to the major mega millions in Powerball. And what's so funny is I 
one of my friends here in LA, she's putting together a um, event and <laughs> I'm not going to name no names, but part of her event is a raffle. And so she's giving away like three or four prizes. Now the top, top prize is like a Apple TV or whatever. And she's already said that she, she's going to set it up so that her friend wins the top prize. <laughs> she was like, yeah, so my, since my friend is donating so much, I'm already going to give her the top raffle prize. And I said, bitch, people are going to think they can win this. The fuck? I was like, people are going to think they have a chance to win it, but really they only can win the three gift cards and you're going to give away the top prize to your friend. I was like, see, this is why I do not participate in <laughs> raffles and shit like that. If it's anything besides $1, I'm not participating in your fucking raffle because it's probably already rigged and you're going to give it to your cousin, your, your nephew, your uncle, whatever. And I'm sure America is doing the same thing. So, it works, girl. I'm going to stick with it, girl. I'm going to be like, it's not going to I see these are naturally lucky <laughs> creatures. <laughs> yeah, everybody go buy y'all a Powerball or Mega Million, whatever it is, if you believe in it. Mm-hmm. Get you an opportun- uh, opportunity of the good life. <laughs> yeah. Shout when you get it. I mean, just yeah. holla at your girls. You and know. y'all will know if I get it because the next episode of Black Coffee and Tea is going to be on a yacht. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> bitch has left the nest. And you, know they made it? Now, you know they made it a requirement that you have to, because uh, I've always said if I win, I'm not, I don't want my name to be disclosed. But now they've made it to where you have to disclose your name. I was Are like, that's sure? so whack. Because hmm? I think you can put it in a trust or something. Mm, I don't know. I saw something where it was like you have now you have to disclose who and it's, you are. It's governed by state, so it could be your state. Maybe it's but yeah. Who knows? But I was like, that's whack. I was like, but a either lot way, of people don't claim. A lot of people put it in a trust and they don't go public with their identity, hmm, which okay. is the smartest thing to do. Hmm. Uh, unless it just changed, because I know people did. A lot of people have done that. Okay. I mean, yeah, I knew it. I knew you used to, because I always used to be like, "Oh, that's what I'm gonna do." But then something came out not too long ago because I, the first thing I thought was, "That's fucked up." Like, yeah. oh well, everybody's just gonna. I'm just gonna have to top up my beef up my security. Yeah, you know, I just have to be gone. Like, I'm gone. You. I remember you. I don't know you. Like, you won't be able to reach me. How like, can anyone them. reach me? No yeah, one's gonna be able to reach me. Period. Like the numbers have changed. The locations have changed. Everything's changed. Even when I post on social media, by the time I post on social media, I'm in a different time zone. It's it's everything delayed. Like no one's going to be able to reach me. That's what I want everyone to know when I win this money. (laughs) Oh, Whitney. That's so fun. Do you think money would change you? Um, I think it would just highlight me. It wouldn't change me. It'd just make me bigger than what I are. Like it would be me under a magnifying glass because I would, I would feel a hundred percent comfortable. Like I already feel comfortable doing me, but if I had that money backing, which I need to start rewiring my brain to think I already got it slick, but I'd feel even more confident and comfortable doing me on a larger scale. You know, like I don't have to like, double guess what I'm saying and be like oh shit what if my job sees this in in two years like I don't have to have to think like that it's no repercussions you know so it would make me more authentically myself would you get married if you had a lot of money or would you just be okay with a life partner 
Well, first of all, when I get married, I want that person to be a life partner. Um, well, you know what I mean? Without the, but, without the actual, like a Stedman and Oprah situation. Would you be, would you, cause some people say that when they get a lot of money, if oh. they had a lot of money, they wouldn't get married. They would just be like, you know what? Not that they'd be a hoe, right. but they would be okay with just knowing that this person I want to grow old with and we don't need that piece of paper. So I was just. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I don't know, but it would definitely be a prenup involved, <laughs> you know, marriage or not, <laughs> you know? Gotcha. Yeah. Have to at that point, unless yeah. you have money just like I do, and then I don't have to worry about you coming from mine, but yeah. Hmm. But we all know successful black women, usually majority, they have to date those yeah. outside of their financial ranges. Not all the time, but majority, I'd say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my circle shit. <laughs> I mean, true. I'm just saying, most people I know, most women I know, they are the heads of the household. Shit. Oof. I don't know the way to say it. Oof. That scares me. <laughs> <laughs> does i do not want to wear the pants in any <laughs> household that i'm in um i don't want to wear the pants i don't want to make the decisions yeah. i want to be included in the decisions but i don't want to have to like like i like yeah. how does that go giving cards. it up though because you being single first like you were single with a kid for however many years and yeah. now you're about to be in a marriage relationship. Yeah. So you were at one point in time making all those decisions because I had to be mm-hmm. exactly. So now do you relinquish all rights, even with, you know, you have a kid, so you still have to make some decisions for them, but would you prefer to just not be making those important decisions and kind of I, just, yeah. So I, love to be included into what's going on. Like no decision is made in the household without like a conversation at least Yeah. Um, about it. So it's not like a dictatorship, like, you know, this is my house. No, 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 no. It's not that. Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to, you know, just things that bills, um, Things that just need to be taken care of, um, I'd like to know that they're just going to be, you know, now that doesn't mean that I don't do my part and contribute my part, which my part is making sure the house is, you know, running and, um, you know, we've cooking and cleaning and, you know, things that I naturally just do. So it's not that this is my role. This is your role. This is what you get. Because you both, just for our viewers, you both work full time. We both work full time and, you know, but this is what you get when you're with me. If that's the, if, if, if if I'm making sense, it's not, okay, now that I'm in a relationship, I've got to be, you know, a cleaner. I've got to cook. I've got to like, no, I was doing these things before I, um, enjoy doing those things. Um, you know, so you'll keep doing the things that you kind of enjoy doing and the things that you can kind of give over to your partner, your right. your husband, you'll hand those things over to not have to make those like decisions for the household and stuff. Correct. But I know Got some it. women who, you know, want to be both the man and the woman. And But see, hold up. That's what I don't understand. Because what makes someone the man or the woman? 
Is it contributing to decisions about the household is a manly trait or? No, I think that there's just this whole combative, like, so in any relationship, people have, both people have to submit to a certain degree. Like there's this huge word that's submissive that so many people are just afraid of because it's like, oh my God, I'm having to dumb myself down to be a part of something. Mm -hmm. And I think being submissive or submitting to your partner means different things for each household. So for instance, if you are in a relationship and you pay half the bills, that's just what you want to do. You want to contribute your half and you want him to contribute his half or vice versa. He's like, no, in order to, you know, make this work, I need you to pay half the rent and da, 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 da. As long as that works in that household, I'm no, I'm no one out and an outsider to say, you know what? That's whack. Da, 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 da. Now I can't do that because that's roommates for me. But because what if I don't come up with my half? What happens to me? Do I get put out or like, you know, what does that, what does that mean? So for some households, however they have it set up, I know some households, they have one pot of money and all the money goes into the bank account and they pay all their bills out of that bank account. And then whatever's left, they, so there's tons of different ways to do it. But to answer your question, as far as, you know, what makes uh, uh, the man or the woman, I just think traditionally, you know, you do have some women that are so used to being independent all these years that they don't know how to submit. And that could be just being combative in every sense of the word. Men like to feel like men at the end of the day. They and do. I just like, what is the manly part is what I want you to. I mean, I think about. that it's just about being the head of household and making sh- and knowing that I'm leading. I'm a leader. I lead my family. Like, so, you know, it could mean, you know, what are your thoughts on this? Okay, well, at the end of the day, this is what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And based on your feedback as the woman, this is my feedback as a man. And, you know, but this is, my, you have to trust my decision to, to know that this is the right decision for the family. But if it's something that's kind of like a back and forth thing, like, no, I've got it. Da, 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 this got it. I think sometimes that whole male woman responsibility or feeling then can get shut down. And sometimes you have women that are, um, verbally, I think sometimes you have women that are verbally like, they put down men like men can put down a woman to be like, you need to know your place. You know what I'm saying? Women also can do that. Like you're not doing enough. You're not being the man. You're not da 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 da, which could mean you're laying on your ass all day. I'm sitting here providing for both of us. You know what I'm saying? And you're not doing your part and whatever that part, I think it just depends on the how I think it depends on each household, how you identify that. But for me, in my experience, being the man of the household is being the, head of the household, the leader in making decisions that are right for our family. And I'm included in those decisions. And that doesn't mean that all the time he's trumping or his decision is the right way. But for my household, being the man is being the head. And then, you know, women control the neck. So sometimes I allow him to think that he made the decision, but it really was, it was my decision at the end of the day. So I just think women control the neck, like the neck on the head. (laughs) Yeah. You've never heard that. You've never heard that saying Uh -uh. like men men are the head, but women control the neck. Meaning, yeah, you are the man of the household, but baby, I run this household. Like you, you're the head. I let you be you. I let you think you run in it. But deep down, if I were to put my foot down on something, it's not going to happen. 
or you know it's just it's just that little saying where women have power you know women do have a lot more power than we give ourselves credit for Mm -hmm. we don't have to be this little person now because I don't look at housewives as someone who doesn't contribute being a stay-at-home mom is a hard job you know um and it, it may not be yeah I just think that it just depends on each household period it depends on each household because I don't think that any other role in somebody else's household is is bad I just think that for me I can't do certain things or I can't accept certain things from my household so being the man is being the leader got it mm-hmm. the answer is the man is the leader got it in my household. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. Yeah. In my household, I like my man to lead. I don't, Yes. I I don't like making those decisions, certain decisions. Um, Yeah. I like to just know shit's taken care of. I don't know what that means. Like, I guess if it's financial, I understand that, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of times it is financial. Yeah, yeah. If it's financial, I understand that. Like, I can't take care of it. But if it's, like, decisions about, like, my life, it's like, I got major goals, so I got to kind of be involved in my life as well. Like, (laughs) you know, like, we got to make sure we aimed in the right direction. It's just like, it's, it's like, I understand, like, the man being the leader, the man being, you know, able to provide and take care and all of that. But it's like, that's fine if I'm just in a boat and I'm willing to go wherever the boat goes. But it's like, if I have a specific destination that I want to hit, you know, in my life, then I need to kind of make sure we're steering in the right direction. So I kind of hit some of those. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, it comes yeah. down to, but I think that's just part of the relationship is compromise. I mean, yeah, it's for just me, you two people know what they want and don't want, you know? Yeah, people you know what they exactly. You go into marriage. Exactly. I, exactly. And very, whether I'm married, whether I'm just in a fucking, you know, relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, I want a level of partnership. Like, yeah. Because I want to be with someone who we can, like, conquer some things together, like, do some amazing shit. And I got to make sure that this person is, like, on the same page as I am, like, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. But, and I think a lot of times people you know. know that up front. You know, you know going in what you will allow or won't allow or what you want and what you don't want. And... Uh, more often times than not, I think sometimes, you know, out of fear, we act on, well, this person will change or, you know, maybe I can just put this on hold and let this person do what they want to do and you don't operate in a partnership. But again, I think that people bring different strengths to a relationship and it's not always equal in the sense of I pay my half and you pay your half or I do this and you do this it could mean that I contribute to our household in other ways that equal that make 
both of our lives easier. You know what I'm saying? And we That's come out That's my definition stronger. of a partnership. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. To each its own. So, like I said, it's definitely, it's definitely a good feeling when you have someone that you know has your back at the end of the day. So, it's what it's, we're all put on this earth to love. So, whoever. I think people are on this earth to just love, just be loved, have friends, family, love is the overall goal. But I don't want the message to be out there that you should marry for certain things. Um, On my perspective, I don't want that to be, you know, confused. You have to follow what's right for you. And if it doesn't feel right or it doesn't seem right, you shouldn't do it at all, period. But yeah, so that got crazy for a second. <laughs> what the? Hmm. What got crazy? I feel like I kind of rambled for a while. <laughs> oh yeah, you are all peace, love, and chicken grease over there. Peace, love, <laughs> and chicken grease for sure. Yeah, it is. It is about love. Um, it should be, but it's it's about. an evolution in my opinion but yeah you gotta grow together for sure like and even for an example like once I'm able to my goal is to go into business for myself I don't want to work forever for somebody um and even if I was in a position to not have to work for me I still have so many different goals and aspirations that my yeah. fiance is trying to help me accomplish even now he's trying to help me start a lot of stuff um and just being supportive but you know it just ties back to my perspective on things that I just can't my cans and my can'ts but yeah I have a very very supportive person and I'm supportive of him too like I said it's not a dictatorship um, I think when you get in that kind of thing, you you end up, I think people that end up getting in dictatorships usually are people that maybe don't have as much to bring to the table as the other. And again, it's not necessarily finances, but you find yourself being with someone who maybe has a lot of money and you don't. And then you do end up kind of resenting them because you're like, oh, I have other stuff. and I don't want to just be this, you know, I don't want to just be there for you because I have my other stuff. So I think, again, it's just that balance and defining what it is for your own household and what you can and cannot put up with. Yep. So, cause it's love is not enough, but I do feel, I don't feel like, oh, yeah. Love, yeah, love, love, love ain't been enough since high school, girl, girl, child, love. <laughs> I love you day. I hate you tomorrow. <laughs> But, <laughs> um, but yeah, love is not enough. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I do, but I just don't, I don't feel like people are put on this earth though to die alone. Deep down in my soul, I feel like we're all put on this earth to. Well, we're never alone, but we're always alone at the same time. Yeah, that's true. When you get that like, into it. You know I what mean, I'm saying? I'm like, so, even I'm if you're with someone, you could be with someone. And still be alone. You can still feel. But. Back. I guess you know what, what I'm saying? saying is, though, I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like we're placed on this. I feel personally, if I'm really real, I feel like we all, in this lifetime, are given the opportunity to meet our soulmate. 
at least once. Well, what we everyone's a soulmate. Like every- what? What we decide, but here's the thing: what we decide to do. So what deeper we decide, than that. What we decide to do with that person once we meet them is up to us. But I like, for instance, I know several of my friends that have dated guys that you know they're they they check off all their needs, but their wants are you know this this this, which they've had guys that have checked off the wants, but they just don't last or whatever whatever. So again, I feel like it's a personal choice. I personally, just to kind of just be really simple with it and not be too deep, I just feel like we're all put on this earth to, to have at least meet someone who we could spend the rest of our life with, but it's our personal choice whether we pass that by or, you know, we decide to, because it, it doesn't all, all come in the package we want, so. Right, but it's a fine line between... You know, you have a, anyone could be your soulmate, you know, your sister could be your soulmate, your brother could be your soulmate, anyone you connect to on a spiritual level can be your soulmate. And you could be with soulmates who are horrible for you, but you were meant to be with this person because they bring out something in you and it brings out some type of learning lesson for you where you needed to go through that with that person. It doesn't mean that you're supposed to always be with this soulmate person, but you've connected to this person in ways that you don't connect to another, but that connection could not be the best thing for you, but it's a deeper connection than maybe the right thing for you. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people. That's true. You just said the word right there. That is true. Yes. Because a lot of people will choose to go with someone or to, to start a life with someone who is quote unquote, the right person for them fits the checklist or whatever. That's true. But you don't have that same emotional, spiritual connection that you may have had with someone else who wasn't quote unquote, the right person for you. So Hmm. no, it's really hard because that's true. That's true. I never thought, I mean, I've thought about it that way, but I've never tied the person who I'm not supposed to be with as a soul. Like if they were bad for me, I, I've never thought about like, you know, that's my soulmate. Yeah. Because I've never thought about that because sometimes it's bigger than the years or the number the the time you've spent with someone, you could spend five minutes with someone and have a more meaningful connection than someone you spent 10 years with. So it doesn't, the timing of it, it doesn't determine the significance in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be with someone for 10 minutes and they've changed their life over someone you sit next to every day for 15 years and doesn't shake nothing inside of you, you know? So it's just like, but why? I don't know. But why? I I mean, I guess like why? I think it's because to me, don't let me get deep and spiritual because you know, I'm into horoscopes and astrology and spirituality and all of that. But from what I've, learned and continue to learn as my time here on planet earth. I just feel like a lot of the things that we focus on, they really only apply in this world. Time isn't really that real. You know what I'm saying? Time will, time isn't what's going to be with us when we leave this place. You know what I'm saying? Like time is a worldly thing. It's a worldly sense. Like it's not, So you got to find even money. Money isn't 
money isn't even real. Money's paper. Real. We don't even right. see money. Money just goes right. to our bank accounts. We don't touch it. We don't taste it. Money's not even real. Right. It's right. just what we can do with the money that grants us this way of living. Access. But it's like, Grace we put so freedom. much focus on shit that isn't even real. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you get those connections and stuff, it's like, it makes, it makes you question what's really real. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if, the whole world thinks it's insignificant, but you felt something real, even if no one else can see it. And it makes you put a belief in something bigger than yourself. Like, Hmm. I don't know. It's, we'd be here all night. That's a different podcast. (laughs) We're already into a two part podcast with this long episode. Um, But no, I, I do. I have never thought about like that. I've literally thought about your soulmate. Actually, I have thought about, I guess, your soulmate, but I'm like, they just don't act right. But, yeah. you know. But that could have still been right. a very significant relationship in your life. It could have altered who you are as a person. So just because you didn't end up dying with this person, does that mi- minimize the significance of the relationship? You know, like, no, I don't think so. Start running around here. You know, you know what I'm talking about? That's a word. I was like, girl, that is a word. <laughs> it's a word. <laughs> but regardless of any connection, I just feel like marriage, your mother, your son, your ch- it doesn't matter the connection. It's what that person represents for you and how that person makes you feel, the reflection you get. Because at the end of the day, you're here to learn yourself. Like you can be with someone, you're going to die alone and you're going to go where your spirit's supposed to go. And it's just going to be you and only you. And it's like, you got to make sure that you did what you're supposed to do in this world. You know, did you learn anything about yourself? Did you elevate? Did you grow spiritually? Did you, did you do what you're supposed to be doing here? And I feel like everybody has a purpose. So Mm. that's enough of that soulful Sundays motivational Mondays <laughs> I need some wine after this girl I knew once you dropped the word soulmate I was gonna have to say something oh my god <laughs> so but I, so but even with me saying that you are I feel like people are here to meet to at least meet a soulmate someone who they could fuck yeah not sister or brother. I, I get that soulmate too. <laughs> but I'm speaking to the ones that I can be in bed with. Yes, but I just want, that is the so, typical yes, term be. soulmate that people sure. think of. Sure. But if you research into soulmate, you'll see that soulmate goes way beyond a romantic connection. Sure. Soulmate is someone that your soul recognizes when your eyes is closed. Is closed. You know, okay. you can yeah. feel that person, you connect with that person on a deeper level than physical. That's the like definition of a soulmate. So that's why you could have a mom that's a soulmate or you could have a mom that is a complete total bitch who you never fucking connected with. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you still love her because that's your mom. But, you know, it's levels to this. Mm. Yeah, so I definitely feel like even more now that you, a person (laughs) has met their soulmate at least once, whether they're meant to be with them or not. Definitely, like everybody has the opportunity to meet in a meet their soulmate. You Mm -hmm. may not end up with them, you may not marry them, you may not even engage with them, but do feel like God will allow you to at least meet them, at least meet them at the very least, meet them. 
her or her. Um, so yeah. Oh my God. This was so deep. I need some wine. All right. That wraps up. That concludes our episode for tonight, guys. Um, make sure you follow us on all of our social handles at BCT podcast for Instagram. Okay. Well, it's a wrap. So make sure you follow us on all our social handles, Instagram at BCT podcast, Facebook, black coffee and tea. What else we've got? Well, we are now streaming on Spotify and SoundCloud. So check out all of our past podcasts. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Leave us comments and also share this video if you care. All right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> we love y'all. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Bye. Bye.